Let's be real. Back up in the building, man. Let's be real about Coach today. We got Savage back from his parental leave. leave. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Well, as y'all can see, we're shorthanded, man. Three on, well, not shorthanded. We're just going to go three on three ball. Yes, sir. About the whole five and five. Unlike, uh, you know, <laughs> 10 USA. Might as well play three on three right, too. Right, bro. Right, right. Well, first things first, man. Welcome back, Savage. Um, and been been missing you for real. Of course, you of course you ruffle some feathers uh with your NBA finals talking. We'll get more into that just a little bit. But of course, excuse my French, but what the hell? <laughs> what the hell are we watching in this in, in team USA basketball, right? Like I'm watching a game and I'm like Aaron Fortnite, who's cool, pretty cool guy, you know what I'm saying? Put us up for what, 26? What was 28. 28. 28. I'm like, bro, okay, so he has scored, but who's going to save us? Nobody's doing shots. Nobody's playing defense. And overall, in my opinion, they don't look like they're having fun at all. Like, I didn't see nobody, like, at least crack a smile. So, of course, uh, you don't know, know what I'm talking about. USA lost today, first game. And was it 25 games for Team USA basketball? The whole redeemed team in 2008. Uh, they didn't lose in 2012. They didn't lose. In, yeah, so 25 games straight, something like that. All down the drain for the first game for this Team USA. So how y'all feel about that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, Dom, who was the leader? Uh, how do I feel about it? Hey. I think you know doing the expedition, doing expedition, exhibition play. Me, I'm the person kind of lives on the light side. It's like, I right, it's pre, like preseason NFL. I don't take too much from it. Now, of course, the stars don't play in the preseason NFL, so it's much different. But in this case, I'm like, you know, things still need to develop a little bit. Chemistry, they might get together. It still didn't look good, but it's like they might get together. All right, everybody's there. Drew Holiday, all you folks just got there, fresh off a championship ring. Um. You hoping? Maybe they kill. You know, maybe they they care. Yeah, I'm more anybody on their team. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is beautiful, very beautiful. Um, so it's just a matter of caring or not. I just don't think they care. I know the roster construction wasn't good and anything. You know, they have a two point guard. They added Javale McGee to replace Kevin Love. Uh, <laughs> so like that, I think a lot of players declining because they didn't invite people initially, like John Trey Young and stuff like that. So. I think the problem is the players that are there don't care that much. They're just there so they won't get fined, in the words of Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Not seriously, but that's how they playing. They just playing like, all right, cool. We just we just here, whatever. So I don't know. If they play if they play like they if they play like they care, they should win the goal. But right, it doesn't look like they will. Yeah, they so sorry you probably a good point about Karen. They when they when they get these players, they gotta like get people that actually say, Hey, I wanna play for Team USA, play for my country, understand the role that I am placed into once I'm on Team USA, and then go out there and play basketball, man. Like I didn't even watch the game because I was on the podcast, but Evan Fournier, like why why does Team USA always get killed by like random NBA players that don't get buckets in the NBA? That's just crazy to me. I mean, I, I understand it within like coaching and offense because offense is a little bit more important in like FIBA and Olympic ball. But like, how how are players like Carlos Arroyo and 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 <laughs> other random players just killing it? 
Um, but conversely, like Kevin Durant had 10 points. I'm like, what? What? Like, how does that even happen for Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant is like the purest scorer we have ever seen, but he only got 10 points. That to me is like he clearly didn't care. He couldn't have cared because like if Kevin Durant can go get 50 points against Giannis and Middleton and Drew Holiday by himself with Blake Griffin and other players, I know he can get 20 points against freaking France. Like, come on, man. They yeah, they they gotta figure out something with the recruitment. But at the same time, I'm gonna give like USA this. They do have like an ebb and flow type of feel when it comes to Olympic sports because like early 2000s, it wasn't looking too good with like Allen Iverson and Lamar Odom on the roster. And then at some point, you're like, all right, child, let's go ahead and stop playing and we all get together. And then like the next like 2008, they got together. So I think in four years they'll get together. St- still got time uh, right now, but like I, it's just that's embarrassing to be honest to, to Evan Fournier and of all people, Rudy Gobert. Like, come on, man. Come on, y'all. So I think they still going to be able to compete. Uh, but how fast can they fix the plane while it's in the air remains to be seen. I don't know. I think Dom put uh, – shout out to Dom who's been commenting on us. I think he brought up two good things. One, who is our leader, like, right? And y'all know me, King Durant, Kevin Durant. I put my – you know, that's that's my guy. But I've always said since the beginning of his career, he's not a leader. He's just a basketball player. And I think that we really saw that in this game specifically because, of course, he only had, what, 10 points. But it's like, where are they going to get that enthusiasm to make the better play for the next person from? Because if you look at they starting five – they starting five outside of Draymond Green are bucket getters in their own right. You know what I'm saying? And you got Drew Holiday, who just literally came from the NBA Finals and coming in and putting the energy that I wish everybody else could have played with. So uh, that's one. And pull up the, his other second comment real quick, Chart. Then I get an NBA Finals. I agree 100,000% with that. And I think that the NBA refs need to take a look at how these fever refs are going because the game flow was still a hell of a lot better. And I still enjoyed, even though Team USA got their ass whooped, I enjoyed watching them get their ass whooped because it was because they lost to a, I don't want to say a better team, but when you're going into the fourth quarter losing and all you're doing is arguing and yelling at each other, trying to hype each other up through that, you're going to ultimately lose to a team that's been together for years. And that's why coming into it, I said that I don't expect Team USA to win a goal this year. Um, how y'all feel about that after watching this game? Y'all think it's still too early or what's up? It's probably right. still kind of early uh, because, I mean, you still got Kevin Durant, Jason Taylor. Like, he's, still, he's still, like, the best players in the in the world. But it's a matter of, like, like you said, the team – like, France is not better than USA, like, on, like, on paper. But, like, when the game plays out and you're running your offense and, like, you've spent time playing together and you and TMSA has not done that, that shows itself. It, it kind of reminds me of, like, anybody who played AU basketball knows this. When you get your team full of your players and then you play that random team from, like, Collierville and they come in, run the offense, nobody athletic, but they can shoot shots and they can get the backdoor cuts, that will kill you, like, like Tom Brady doing checkdown passes. And that's, that's what's going on. Fundamentals. 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 Yeah. yeah. Yep, my thing. Yep. Um, it's still too early because, like I said, we're still the most talented team, but it's not looking good. Um, yep. Like I said, they got to play like they want it. And also goes into what Savage was saying about uh, offense. They coach Pop, like he need to get the majority of the blame on the roster construction. And the way they're playing, I don't know what kind of system he's running. Like, Jack just up. after, <laughs> yeah, like, actually do something. Like, <laughs> 
just let them go out there playing just pick up ball. Like that's not gonna work. These other teams, they actually practice together. They actually play together. You know, so I, I agree. I, I y'all know I love me some Coach Pop, but he's like the worst coach to have in this situation. And I say that because he's having trouble adjusting to the current NBA game now, which is being modern after overseas, like the European style game. And now you're actually playing overseas, the overseas game now. And I think that Pop may be getting exposed to some extent. I hate to say that word to the GOAT coach, but it's like you're getting exposed because, like you said, Sharky, it's a different style of play. And those backdoor cuts and the fundamentals. What up, Trev? Hey, Trey, here on with it, bro. Um, those fundamentals is what a killed Team USA basketball. So that's gone and, uh, to that until uh, NBA Finals. Um, of course, ch- uh, shout out everybody checking us out on Let Me Be Real. Um, good talk there. Uh, Savage, like I said, you've been missing for forever, but you've been ruffling some feathers on social media, um, specifically the Suns fans. Um, of course, my heart was into it. Uh, emotions took the best of me, and I did have the Suns winning. Uh, you called the Sun, you called the Bucks winning months ago. You said that they were the best team in the league, and now that we have you on uh, the podcast, I want you to explain your reasoning and why you were right uh, for for calling the Bucks the best team in the league. Uh. Like when I watched those those two games, they played the Nets back to back sometime earlier in the season, and I just saw like how it was like a well-oiled machine. It was kind of ugly at times, but like you still had Giannis, you still had Milton, you still had Drew Holiday, you had uh, Coach Bud, who I'm giving a shout out if nobody else do. Give <laughs> shout out to Coach Bud. Um, I felt like I, I I don't I don't know. Like I feel like when I saw that block. That Giannis had on KD, that like sold me. I was like, oh, okay, this is mono e mono. And it's kind of ironic because Giannis didn't guard KD at all in the um in the playoffs. But I thought that was that was a product of coaching. And the big thing about the Bucks is that, like, like I said on IDK, everybody understands their role. Nobody is going beyond who they are. Um, and that is gonna pay dividends for them down the road, which it did. Uh, Chris Milton. Despite what Perkins says, he knows that he ain't Batman, but he knows that my job is to get buckets if Giannis not getting buckets. Or if he is getting buckets, let me make sure I get 20, 25 points. Drew Holiday, he was an all-star, all-defensive player. He was not charged to score, even though it was it was very helpful for him to score. Uh, he was charged to, like, hey, 94 feet, sit in the chair against Trey Young, sit in the chair against uh, Chris Paul, sit in the chair against uh, Devin Booker if you got to. Everybody understands their role. And there are no egos. That is like that's why I say it's Spurs esque, where you have Ginobili, Parker, uh, Tim Duncan. All of them can go get thirty if they need to, but it's not necessarily a, a have to. It's not a requirement. If Tim Duncan get forty points, let him get forty. If Ginobili run the offense, let him run the offense. If Tony Parker get to the lane at will, let him get to the lane at will. And I feel like each game was like a different story because you had Drew Holiday had twenty seven, thirteen, and six. Chris Middleton can go for forty. Giannis put up fifty. Everybody had their they time to shine, and there were no egos. Nobody was mad. It was like a, like I said, a well-oiled machine. On the other side with the Suns, nobody was helping Devin Booker at all, like at all. Booker, he's going to be all right. Like, we know he's going to be okay. Like, he has the mentality for it. He's built for it. But the Suns have got to do something with Chris Paul. I don't know if he's coming back next year because I'm not paying Chris Paul $40 million. I am not doing that. Like, I'm, I'm just not. Uh, DeAndre Aiden, he's young. He has time to develop. But I didn't see more from him in the scoring department um, that kind of complements Devin Booker. Booker can go get 40, 50, 70 points. We've seen it before. But if nobody's helping him, 
then what's the point? You're basically like Kobe back in like 2005, 2006 before he got Packers off. Uh, so the Suns got some questions to answer, in my opinion. And being on the national stage has kind of like brought some attention to that. And that's why, speaking on the Grizzlies, I want them to have the national spotlight so you can say, oh, that's a flaw. That's a flaw. We need to make changes to help our superstar, in this case, Devin Booker. So is Chris Ball back next year? I don't know. He, yeah, he, he can't really score, Trevor. He, he can, I mean, he can get buckets, but he ain't like scoring like in a helpful, meaningful way for like the duration of a series. Um, and I'll close it right here. Like I said, Coach Bud is not a an in-game adjuster. He's a game-by-game adjuster, which he proved in this series um, against the Suns where they didn't lose anymore after game two. So Bucks did win in six. Um, next year will be next year, but for right now is King Giannis Antetokounmpo. Shaggy, got anything to add on that one? Hey, man. Respect to you. I think she depicted uh, Bucks. I think he said uh, text you. Yeah. I wonder, which I still think that's crazy. <laughs> the winner of this series, Miami wasn't. Whatever. Uh, both of y'all, shout out to y'all. Uh, like I said, injuries happen every year, so I'm not going to go to the whole Kyrie injury. That happened. Milwaukee took advantage and they got through and uh, pulled everything off. Uh, shout out to Giannis. It was. It was pleasant. Like I kind of want to see Chris Paul win, but it didn't. I want. It didn't matter. Giannis seeing Giannis win, seeing that emotion, the fifty Nuggets, not fifty one, not forty nine, the uh, <laughs> fifty piece at Chick Fil A he ordered, which is right <laughs> half, right half uh, lemonade that used to make all the time while I worked there. Hey, it was fun to see. Uh, glad he got on one. Uh, kind of, it's still crazy. Like he just all the criticism we gave him at age twenty four, age twenty five, mm-hmm. for not pulling out, for losing four straight. He just did. Well, he just did in the finals. They did two years ago when they lost to Toronto. They were up 2-0. They lost game three in overtime when he fouled out, and Toronto won four straight in the East Conference Finals. Then last year, he lost to Miami. So it was just nice to see that the team kind of stuck together. They made that key uh, piece trading Eric Bledsoe for Drew Holiday to, and also trade for P.J. Tucker midseason this uh, season as well to help put them over the top and – it's just like see that, uh, the girlfriend, uh, Coach Bud as well. And it does give me optimism uh, about Taylor Jenkins because I was yeah. starting to see Taylor Jenkins, Coach Bud. It was like, okay, I think Coach Bud actually finally make adjustments. Now, has, now I have belief that Taylor Jenkins will get better as the years go along as the Grizzlies coach. So it was a nice sight to see, man. Shout out to Milwaukee. Shout out to the small market. Another thing that makes me look forward to the Memphis Grizzlies in the future as well. Cool. So uh, before we move on, on a scale of one to ten, I'll go eight. What chances do y'all give Milwaukee to repeat? And I say an eight because like Milwaukee, they know who they are, right? We seen we seen the media kill Giannis for the things that he's not good at, as they tend to do with a lot of players. So he focused on what he is good at, and he did go seventeen from nineteen for the three free throw line. He's not playing Olympic ball, to my understanding, right? So he got he got a full summer to relax and get better at his game. And I think that we are gonna see, you know, a King Giannis per se. You know, he is the the, the best player on the on the championship winning team. And the Bucks, we saw Coach Bud take t- Coach Bud take that next step. We saw them add Drew Holiday, which I think is the perfect pick, uh, pick for them. Uh, they still got Brooke Lopez, and they still got Middleton, who, like y'all said, is a bucket getting in his own right. He, the Bucks took that next step to where it's like they can be there again next year. And I think outside of injury for the next, I think they have the chance to repeat. Uh, how y'all feel about that? One to ten. It's it's so hard to repeat. Um, you gotta have like 
a crazy amount of talent, which is why teams like the Lakers um, and the Warriors, I believe that's the only two teams, well, the Miami Heat, I think, too, that have repeated in the past two decades, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't think so, that, I don't think they will repeat. I mean, that's like two games of last. I don't know, but going to my head, I was it's like a three out of ten they will repeat because I feel like Brooklyn is going to be come back more motivated. Um, uh, who else is over there? Okay, who else? Miami's going to come back. I think they're going to come back. I don't know, Sharky. <laughs> Miami got to do something over there to to, to do. Nah. Something what about your Knicks, bro? I mean, you got another <laughs> summer coach, you know? I, I, we'll see about New York. I don't know. He will. He ain't coaching on the road. You a free agent coach now? For for now. Hold on. Give me, give me time. He's looking. He's looking. He's looking at the Milwaukee job, but now they won. They just taking off. They can't get I'm on the bandwagon. The Warriors job, honestly, but, but not for real. Um, hey, hey, we, hey, me and you put our heads together, bro. We can make some. Make some <laughs> I feel like I feel like with Miami, and I'm not doing this just because CD and Sharky. I feel like Miami is the only team that understands how to guard Giannis. And if they get some type of help for Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and get rid of Tyler Hero and, and the other player they don't need, they can compete with Milwaukee. But it remains to be seen. So I, I think that Brooklyn, I mean, we saw what Kevin Durant did by himself. Uh, if, did, you go, did you go to Charlotte? I, I did say Charlotte, huh? I forget. I, we'll we'll see. You pretty good. I'll let y'all know before the season starts where, where I'm coaching it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna give it a three because one, it's hard to to repeat. My bad. Uh, it's hard to repeat in general, so I'm gonna say a three. Man, that's tough. I'm gonna say a five or a six. Um, I get them a eh, maybe a seven. I get them a pretty good shot. It's like it's Brooklyn and them. Um, it all depends on, and Trevor just mentioned it, uh, Kawhi. If Kawhi comes to Miami, he did just have surgery, though, on uh, partially torn uh, ACL, so I'm not sure the surgery is the same as a fully torn ACL, so we'll see if he's actually out for next season. So that's the question that need to be answered on that end with Kawhi, whether he comes to Miami or stays with the Clippers or go wherever he goes. Staying in Miami, uh, I did hear Trevor, and I do I disagree with what he said about Miami has the pieces of trade for Dame. If they're not including in Val, or Jimmy in the trade. If I'm pulling it, <laughs> what 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 you trading me for, Dane? In Miami, Tyler Hero, apparently. <laughs> Doc Robinson, free agent. Um, I name me another player on that roster. Goran Dragic, free agent. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, I did disagree with him uh, when he, I heard him say that the other day. I was like, uh, who do we got? If they not trading Bam in the trade, and yeah, that's toss up. So. And let's go. I go to Miami. I, it may be another trade out there. Maybe they could pull off the Dame trade. I don't know, but because uh, they don't have draft picks either, so it's hard to. I don't think they really have draft picks to really see as well. So um, Philly, if they make the right trade when they trade Vincent, well, first trade Vincent and trade him for something, uh, Philly could have a shot. But Milwaukee is right there. I mean, it just kind of depends on Brooklyn have four seasons to get the chemistry, um, but. Kind of comes down to injuries again. Then, of course, the Western Conference, the Lakers will be back. But once again, injury. LeBron is another year older. AD yeah. stays hurt at the wrong time. Kawhi, Kyrie stays hurt at the wrong time. So the things could stack back up for them to repeat. But I'd give them a solid shot. I'd say six. But it's not It's not like total. Like, there's no way they can repeat. That's a shot they can. But we kind of got to see how everything happens this offseason with moves made. You know, like I said, Miami could pull something off with anybody. But – We'll see. Tyler Hero's trade stock has went down, so I don't 
they should have struck. They should have struck by the iron side last year. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get on to real talk. Name this episode is Coach. If y'all ain't heard, y'all can sleep under the rock. The SWAC Media Days were last week. And Prime, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, Prime Time, apparently walked out of a media session because one of the, uh, I guess, the media people called him Dion. And he wanted him to refer to him as coach. He called him Dion. He called Dion. He's like, no, no, I'm referring to me as coach. You went Nick Saban. You went called Nick Saban, Nick, and yada yada. So the guy said, hi, okay, Dion. Call him Dion again. Therefore, he <laughs> he got stiff. Uh, walked it out with the video to walk it out song. But um, <laughs> I seen just I seen people get on Dion. I seen I'm for him on this case. So how do y'all feel? Do y'all feel like? He was right in what he did. Do you think he was right in wanting to be be referred to as coach, or and also walking out? Do y'all think he was right or wrong? Um, I mean, yeah, you go, sir. You go, sir. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, if if the man want to be called coach, he is a coach. He gonna be called Coach Prime, Coach Dion, Coach Sanders. Then I would just say respect the man for what he want. And he not he not ask for much, in my opinion. I mean, now some coaches. They're okay with you calling them by their first name, depending on the relationship. I don't know the relationship between Dion and the reporter or whoever asked the question. Uh, but if, if he asked y'all, I think he asked like last year, if I'm not mistaken, like call me Coach Prime or Coach whatever, then just respect the man wishes. It's not that much to, to ask for to do that. Um, now, I have seen coaches be called by their first name in my experience. So I've like, even when like Coach uh, Hollins was here for the Grizzlies, they called him Lionel. Um, I've, I've seen that. But Again, it's a matter of like the relationship, and so uh, if he asked to be called coach, and just call him coach, man, don't don't make it difficult. Now, as far as him walking out, uh, I think that's like that's fine in my opinion too, because I'm not gonna you know tolerate disrespect if I ask you to call me coach. Uh, I'm I'm not just anybody. I'm the coach of the uh, Jackson State you know football team. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 fine with how everything carried out, and hopefully they call him coach going forth because that's ridiculous to 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 call him Dion again. After he said, you know, call me coach. So, right, right. Trevor. Like, he doubled down on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like that. That, that double down on it is, is is what got me. Like, I think coach is one of those titles that he definitely worked for. That's, that's the title he wanted. Like, it's like uh, if a doctor say, please refer to me as doctor or lawyer and all those different things. Misses, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like y'all have y'all misses. It's not miss anymore. It's misses refer to me as, as such and respect me. Um, so it's not like Coach, uh, coach Prime was like saying, "Hey, call me Coach Sanders." You know what I'm saying? Like he's just refer to me Coach Prime, Coach Coach Dion, whatever. Just refer to me as a coach, as you would to any other coach that was any other race. I think that he's just trying to get respect from his reporters, the people that covered the game, and he was disrespected. So if you're not gonna respect me and my time for being here with y'all, I got better things to do anyway. So I'm a dip. I mean, it's, it's just simple as that. People gotta start respecting. You know, especially if he asks, you know, if he asks you, hey, you know, coach, you know, call me coach. All right, Dion. All right. So, I mean, he, Coach Prime did what he supposed to be, did the right thing, and you know, let, let, on to the next. And hopefully, the reporter either learned this lesson or don't get invited to the next one. So, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, I think it's like a difficult to report. I think Dion said he didn't walk out, but then. I also look at the interview. I don't know if that was the actual report in the interview or was that like a like I don't know. I 
it's kind of it's kind of a look because social media just you know blow it up. Ain't no telling what you're watching out here. Uh, but I think he did have a pretty good relationship with the reporter, but he like to double down, called Dion after you actually called him coach, right? Uh, I think maybe the reporter got mad because he went on the field about and you want to call Nick Saban Nick Nick Saban because you have to get it. Whatever, whatever it means. If he asks you to call him coach, respect him. Right. Coach, you can call him Coach Dion. Coach Prime is a perfect. That's what you call him. Coach Prime, man. Like, don't make this hard than it has to be. So, the criticism I've seen against Dion, uh, people talking about his ego, statistical, yada, yada. That, this case, that had, that had nothing to do with it, in my opinion. But, um, I think in order to be one of the best in the game, arguably the best in the game, you got to have some kind of ego. Like, people right. kill me with that. You know, Jordan had an ego. <laughs> LeBron but, got an ego. Kobe had an ego. I, I kind of did have an ego. Like, most of the best players, Tom Brady got an ego. Like, you yeah, need an ego to be the best at your game. Come on, man. <laughs> and we know. And we know Dion has ego. We saw we in the NFL, everything he did with Jared Curry. Come, come on. on. We know he has ego. This specific scenario had nothing to do with ego. <laughs> that was straight up respect. It's it's respect, man. That's it. It's, it's respect. Oh, I mean, I mean, on top of that, he giving you prime, like Coach Prime. He giving you like a little bit of love. I say you come to Coach Prime. You gonna say Coach Sanders? Like, just get the man. Just call him Coach Prime or CP or something. What do you want to call him? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean. If y'all don't have anything else, man, that's how I want to really get with on that end. It's like, man, the whole respect, disrespect. Like, just respect. Yep. All right. On to the NFL. So, DeAndre Hawkins made headlines after the NFL's uh, COVID protocols for this, this season came out. So, he tweeted out, by the way, and delete tweet. I'm so tired of players. Delete tweet. tweet. Oh, my God. Like, stop. Just don't tweet it all or leave it. Like, leave up at what you say, man. Like, <laughs> but by the way, I got nine more years in me. Y'all have a good day. Which, as a Titans fan, we played them the first game of the season. So if you want to see our first game, <laughs> be my <laughs> guest. <laughs> Please be my guest, D Hop. We don't want to see you again. We saw you twice every year until last year. So we really don't want to see you again. So be my guest. But uh, <laughs> basically, in the past, the memo uh, describing the ramifications, they said. Um, a forfeit will be will be declared for a postponed game that can't be rescheduled within the 18 game framework of the season, and is caused by an outbreak among unvaccinated players on one team. In addition, if a forfeit occurs, players on both teams will lose their game checks. So I think they said 75 percent of the league is vaccinated, or it's some type of number I've seen. 75. I think 75 percent, but I think um, Different teams, so it varies by teams, team by team. Uh, we have seen some players like Cole Beasley talking about he's not getting vaccinated and things like that. And also, uh, NFL also said players would be su- subjected to a fine of $14,000 uh, every time they violate the COVID 19 procedures. So, what are y'all thoughts about the NFL's COVID protocol for this season? One thing I don't like about that, like you can't find somebody if it's a choice. I don't, I don't agree with that. Because if, it, if, it, if it's not a choice, then I understand the, the fine of 14. Well, it's that they violate. It's when – so if you don't get vaccinated, you got to wear a mask. And you still oh, got to follow the same protocol. So if they violate that, it's not vaccinated. Okay. I'm about to sound like, how you going to find them if it's a choice? Okay, gotcha. All right, in that yeah. case, 
Um, I mean, the NFL is about the power of the almighty dollar. They, they want to make their money because last year they lost a lot, a lot of money um, not having fans there. And so, likewise, they're trying to protect the product, to, to keep the product, you know, protect the shield uh, by having all of your good players out there, including D-Hop, including Cole Beasley, who played well alongside of Stephon Diggs. Um, so I understand why they want to do that. Uh, and if players are upset about that, then put your money where your mouth is, like the Vikings O-line coach who said, you know what, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it is a choice. It's a choice to get vaccinated or not. But if your workplace has rules in place for the for the protection of that product, so like here in Memphis, if you're in St. Jude, you work for St. Jude, and you don't get vaccinated given the population you work with, you're going to get fired. That makes sense. Uh, within the NFL, a product where you're closely hitting people and breathing and scratching and blood and all type of stuff, it makes sense. If you don't get vaccinated and something happens, then you, you know forfeit or whatever. Uh, so I, I get it. Um, I'm I don't know. It's 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 the pandemic has brought a lot of craziness to the situation. I just want to see football be played. That's all I want to see. I just want to see football be played uh, one way or another. Uh, so hopefully they get it together. But, I mean, some I don't know what Cole is going to do. I doubt D-Hop say I'm not playing football anymore. Um, I mean, he's, he's too too damn good to stop playing football. But then again, things have happened. <laughs> so You can miss one game, you know. That <laughs> <laughs> <And> one. <laughs> I think that like we we uh we we're going from the no fun league to the no freedom league, right? <laughs> like uh Savage, I agree with you a hundred thousand percent. Like, of course, they, it's all about the almighty dollar. They lost the money, a lot of money. Uh so they gonna they're gonna definitely try to appease the normal f- football fans that each of us are. But when you start to find them for lifestyle decisions, um I think that that's kind of get going to get iffy because you can take it from point A to point B with the snap of a finger just because like we saw with the NBA when they tried to what they tried to do it uh, early in the season it's like no you can't chill with each other after the game no jersey swaps whatever straight up they only lasted for like two three weeks <laughs> and they were back to doing whatever the hell that they wanted to do so I think this this is the NFL attempting. To, to make something happen, uh, whether they, you know, continue to go along with it or not, it is is gonna be remain it's gonna be remain the same. But I think that once the NFL started taking money, you know, just because a player says no, I think that we're gonna see a bigger issue. And you know, unfortunately we do see, you know, NFL players like D Hop deleting their tweets. Um I think of course the NFL has something to do with it. But like I said, no freedom I can't get I don't want to get the vaccine and I can't have a voice for not, you know, voicing it. So um, more more to be said about this one. Of course, it may eventually be a race thing. Um, I don't see any teams missing out on on plan. I don't see the NFL, you know, not having, you know, I don't I don't see any games not being played is what I'm trying to say. Um, but be, be copies of this. Um, they tried to make COVID out of dollars a thing. <laughs> 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 they, try, they try to make COVID dollars a thing. So just be aware as a football fan, of course, I'm ready to watch some football. But, you know, as a black man who don't see much freedoms uh, in, in sports, period, I think it's just another freedom being taken away. So that's just me. Yeah. Um, I think in my opinion, I don't see too big of a problem with the ruling. I think it's kind of it's kind of left open. Like, how do you determine? How do you know if Blair was vaccinated? Well, I guess 
are you gonna make the players who are vaccinated present show proof that they were vaccinated? So you just keep a log of oh this player is vaccinated, this player is not. Like how do you know if a player keep up with a player is vaccinated, vaccinated or not? Then how do you know that a vaccinated player causes a you know a COVID outbreak? Vaccinate people are vaccinated and still get COVID. Now right. their symptoms not as bad, you're not really getting that much symptoms, but you still can get COVID. So I think that's my only problem with it. I, I do understand what they're trying to do, though. I understand. I don't believe no guys get forfeit, but I think it's kind of like a scare, like you said, a scare tactic. It's like, like you can, if you don't get vaccinated or you don't follow the protocols, if you're not vaccinated, you could cost your team and your whole team a forfeit and a game check. So I think it's like more of a scare tactic because I think last season, everything was new. There was no vaccination, so they couldn't really forfeit the team, you know, right. But a lot of people call for tights to get our game for a feeder because our players decided to go practice at the high school stadium after we had COVID outbreak in the facility. Um, so I think the NFL, they did so much retooling, trying to switch games around. Last year, they trying to make sure this year they don't have to do it as much. And they're trying to kind of like almost trying to create a bubble environment outside of the bubble. It's what you want to call it. So I understand what they're trying to do. I don't think that they're intentions are to really actually forfeit it's just a scare tactic and my problem with this is i just don't understand how they're going to actually keep up it's nfl got well it's 50 i ain't about to do the calculations 53 players times 32 teams that's how many players they got no <laughs> that's a lot of players 50 that's right <laughs> yeah, if you count the uh practice squad so every do, do 63 yeah. times 32 2016 players that is more than that because press target like 13 players now so yeah. And you also, you also got to think about the coaches and the assistant coaches and the water you know. and the cleaners and the owners and the people in the ticket office and the custodians. Fans back in the sand. <laughs> the male <laughs> cheerleaders. The radio people. <laughs> the, the, oh, the, the analysts. The people that's yeah. the press conferences. The people that wiped the mics that didn't do a good job last year when Rudy Gobert left, but that's neither here or there. Like it's a <laughs> hey, low key, bro. We don't get on the people about that. Like we got Rudy Gobert. We ain't get on the people who was supposed to clean. Like <laughs> <laughs> damn, you man. Hope they keep their job. You all, you all, you all with COVID. You all with Oh, oh, man. Man. All right, man. Hi, Ray. It's right, guys. Thank you, Well, I guess, uh, dang, what's happening in the field? Oh, before quick, uh, I guess we can say this is breaking news. Deshaun Watson is reporting to Texans training camp. That was announced earlier today. Oh, he's yes, he is. Oh, he, did. he wanted to avoid the $50,000 $50, a day fine that he was going to get. Uh, <laughs> So he's literally there so he won't get fined type shit. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Plus, you know, his case is still up in the air, so, I mean, we don't know what's going on with it. But, yeah, he, that was $50,000 a day he was going to get fined. I'm surprised so. he has to put on the exemption list. Like, yeah, like, for, I mean, that's too much going on. He has to be exempt from activities, Because right? <laughs> the Texans already moved on quarterback-wise. So, I mean, are they going to trade him now? Is anybody going to try and trade him? It's a lot going to go on. Just long see, long as I don't have to see him when the Titans get on the field against Texas this year, I'm fine. Dollars, <laughs> <laughs> golly, man, that's a lot. Wait, I thought his contract he signed it. Wow, nigga, that's a lifestyle. Fifty thousand dollars for one day. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the NFL needs to move fines and just just pay somebody student loan with them. Like 
Like, where, where, where's that money going? Honestly, where where the money going? Go pay somebody student loans or something. Right, where is it going? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> That's community service, man. All right, man. All right, college, savage. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we get we the NCAA got a problem on their hands. Because Do they really? You just now noticing that? <laughs> <laughs> they got they got well they have another problem. They got another problem. Texas and Oklahoma, is is it all but confirmed that they're trying to go to the SEC now? They they've been behind closed doors having meetings and they're trying to get out of the Big Twelve. Um, and it looks like it's about to happen. Um, I personally would not be surprised if the SEC just breaks off from the NCAA and just have their own, you know, 16 team, 2014 conference and just do it like that. Uh, but what like just overall, how y'all feel about this? pretty much about to be set in stone and like what is the future of the Big 12 and the other conferences after this to be honest. Uh the Big 12 done. <laughs> there, there, there is no way. I know you had Memphis had Memphis saying somebody hey, let's go to the Big 12. I'm like, but the Big 12 is through the Big 12 through for one, it goes down for 10 to 18. <laughs> like, right. I forget they 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 got 10 teams. Yeah they got 10 teams in the Big 12, right? Uh, cause they know added they pump fake on adding two teams that they didn't include Memphis in their final yeah. twelve. Um so now they go down to eight and you lost to Texas and Oklahoma. That is your conference. That literally Texas, literally Texas, Texas has their own a longhorn yeah. network. <laughs> Oklahoma is the only team that's made to the college football playoff in the B twelve. Oh. Damn. Damn. <laughs> that's true. Like they leave, you might as well Iowa State. You might Iowa State might as well go to the Big Ten. Well, I was like, huh? You're like, uh, ain't Northwestern in the big, that's big team. Okay, never mind. Yeah, like, all these teams, they about to dip. Like, yeah, it's just the big team. State, like, mm. might as well join the a- teams. Might as well come to the AAC, man. They're the guy come to AAC, bro. Like, yeah, big twelve through. Um, but do I think, do I think it's good? I mean, hey, I'm fine with that. Unfortunately, I'm a Tennessee fan, so I mean, it makes it worse for us. But I mean, I didn't perceive us winning. Soon or anyway, yeah, I, I gave up on that happening with them in football. Uh, basketball got shot, but coaching, yeah. Good recruiting. I don't know how I'm coaching uh, big time games. But Long versus Texas again, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least Tennessee and Texas would be a rivalry. You can finally yeah. sell it the orange, the burnt orange versus the bright orange debate. Um, and the UT, the real UT. So we can finally have that rivalry. So. Get two versus Shark and Trevor, you know. Yep, give me up. It'll be some. It'll be some fun times that happen. So, <laughs> that's gonna be a lot of damn orange on that field. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, that's gonna be bright. But you know, <laughs> bright as hell. That's what it is. Got to settle. Like, dang. But I, I'm, I'm definitely with it. Uh, I think me think this is the death of Big Twelve football. Um, one of the lasting remaining things that the not cool at all league can try to do in order to establish some kind of dominance. And what I mean by that is that people, we already watch the SEC games, right? No matter pretty much who was playing, people going to watch that game. So it's like you're adding Texas and Oklahoma uh, to historic, you know, or two historic teams, keep their rivalry going. And now you put it in front of pretty much like the whole world continuously with the SEC. Uh, that only makes them better, but it's like now you make the playoffs a little bit better too because you make it a little bit more competitive with that whole you know SEC thing as well. So um, I'm looking forward to it as well. 
Hey man, UT stand for Texas, and we all know that, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah, Cap. Exactly, bro. Hold on, you not disrespecting Colt like that, I think that um, I think we had a discussion on Twitter. I think Don was in, in the discussion because uh, I you know for for years I actually matter of fact, too, we did a project in class before about the Big Twelve and how people were going to be moving around. Um, to other conversations, I remember this. I remember this project. Uh, <laughs> bro, this is freshman year, bro. Yes, bro. Freshman year. Ten years ago, look at where we at. Wow. <laughs> so now yeah, it's like that's about to happen. So I mean, Memphis can stay where they at, to be honest. Because I mean, the American is a competitive basketball and football conference. I mean, I feel like Cincinnati is like a top ten team this year preseason, and then basketball. I mean, we've had good basketball teams in the tournament. Houston at the Final Four. Um, UCF was in the, in the tournament. Uh, USF, I think, was in the tournament. Uh, so, really, you can stay where you're at, to be honest. Um, unless the Southeastern Conference comes calling, then you just hop in. Um, but I'm wondering how the money gets moved around if nobody cares about the Big 12 anymore. Can we get some of that Power 5 money over to the American? Like, what are we doing? Um, I think eventually it may happen like that. Because you're going to, like I said, with the Big 12 falling, it's going to be the, the the small six by the time that everybody get done leaving. So, man, you ride on the money with that Memphis State pack. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get well, – uh, like those teams could move to other conferences because who you got yeah. – who, who's left in the Big 12? Like Iowa State. Uh, you got Iowa State. Iowa State, Texas State you got Texas A&M, Texas Tech. Nah. A&M and SEC. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, they went there to get to get to get away from Texas. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, I don't even know is where's the money going, uh, NCAA. Can you bring some money to the American Conference so we can get some more money here in Memphis? Because y'all mooching off Penny Hardaway, I need y'all to give us some money. Y'all owe us. Oh, you got the Arkansas Texas rivalry back. That was a big rivalry back in the day. Thanks, so do yo, Baylor. So, we forgot about Baylor. Baylor. I'd love to see Baylor. They might, start off like, they might go to the Pac-12. Pac-12 yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That's true. That's true. I mean, they, they, they got some big dogs, especially in a basketball world, but it's just a matter of, of, of positioning and placing. And then Savage, I mean, we already know where the money going to go. Come on, yeah. guys. In the yeah. evil people pocket. We know that. <laughs> we know that, man. Hey, but so with the uh, college football playoff potentially expanding, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Now Oklahoma can go to the SEC, lose three games, and still possibly make the playoffs. So yeah. that's the benefit. And they also still hurt Smithers because yeah. SEC, you're going to have five, six SEC teams out of 12 in there. And there you go. Which personally, I'm, I'm okay with that as long as we can get one team from the group of five in. Let's get one team in there. Because, I mean, I understand that Memphis not as good as, like, Texas. I understand that. But like, give somebody a chance. Give Cincinnati a chance to to, mm-hmm. to play. You know what I'm saying? Because they played Georgia good last year. Yeah. Like, Captain Beat. They had a better quarterback. Riddler. Right. He can run. Ain't hey, getting to him yet. I'll talk about him in later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Took you asked for it. Here you go. Trolling now. Yes. That's for let me be real. I got one. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I'm happy I don't know when to go because it was just small, silly, and something I thought about when it happened. So, 
uh, it being when uh, <laughs> when when Team USA said, hey, JaVale McGee, we want you to hoop with us, right? <laughs> it was so many things going in. Three rings. He said he had three rings, bro. Hey, he, got, hey, he got three rings. So in the midst of trolling all, and we want to come in, and actually it's a, it's a little bit of uh, would you rather as well, but let's patrol in all bases. So trolling all. JaVale McGee is a top five American center in the NBA. American. Man, so, I'm not I'm not about to go think think of who is American NBA. <laughs> I mean, I got and I got a list of players, and it's kind of like a would you rather uh, would, would you rather too? You thinking about it. You thinking about it. You should have gave us ahead of time. This is the last now here. Give me a list. If you think about JaVel McGee, right, he does what he does, but exceptionally well. I mean, he he does what he does better than most people. So we got Car Anthony Towns, of course, that's a no. Uh Bam, of course, that's a no. Bam. So yeah. Is Bam American? Oh, Bam. You know, Bam. Come on, really? Come on, y'all. Bam over McGee. Okay, so the fact no, that I, I got was trying, no, I was asking was he Nigerian or American, but he yeah, 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 yeah. 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 he don't seem USA. He's American for right now. Until we kick yeah. him off and not doing what he's supposed to. Yeah. I thought about it. Let me keep going. I got. I got a list. I got a list. I got a list. No, Bam. No. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, <laughs> savage. No comment. Would you rather have DeAndre Ayton or JaVale McGee? Well, you better not there. No comment. Stop it. Miles Turner. I like me. I like Miles Turner. I'll, I'll pick Miles Turner over JaVale McGee. That's how you got home. Feel faster. I'll do Texas. I mean, you know, man. All right. So, Jared Allen. Yeah, I think well, he used Javel McKee. Right? Wow. <laughs> I'm not against the nitty gritty. Uh, All right, so we got. Hey, uh, man, you forgot, you forgot James Wiseman, though. Uh, no, James Wiseman next. James Wiseman next. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, he's still a rookie. They only played 30 games. I'm still taking him over Javel McKee. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> All right, Andre Drummond. Dude, that's a watch. Mm. I, I, it's today's game? Oh, man. No. And last but not least, uh, the guy that was supposed to win finals MVP to Savage and Standards, Brooke Lopez. Uh, listen, listen. I say Brooke Lopez because he can he can shoot at least. I think on this list, that's an odd player. He's got close to the finals MVP though, but I think. <laughs> All right, so that that put, that put Javale at like six. I mean, so I mean, I take it six. Why you about eight people? What you said too, I'm realizing we don't have that many American centers. That's, that's what I'm realizing. Right. Yeah, right. That's that's the point I'm not, that's the other point I want to make. So it's like that's why Javale. People ask why Javale was on Team USA. It's because we got players who either a didn't want to join or b yeah, I thought they declined. Javale McGee was a better fit. <laughs> Nah, they all they all decline. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess I'm trolling. I mean, it was good. it was just a thought I had like when they when American picking. I mean, it made sense to me. Nah. Uh, I mean, Loki, like, like it was like, a good right thought process. Right. Yeah, it was a good thought because when you say American, it's like hold on. Yeah, you got Thank you, you eliminating. I mean, Jokic, NBA, you, you, you just eliminate, like, everybody. Who else? Like, it's like, dang. B is, is Frank Capella. 
Capella's an African. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, you're right. That's terrible. America do better. Do, do better, America. We, 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 we James Wiseman saved the big man. Saved the American big man. I'm sorry, James Wiseman. Sorry yeah. to put the more pressure on you, but we need you to yeah. save the American big man so you can help us in the Olympics four years from now. Cause mm-hmm. Yeah, pressure. The pressure is on. Pressure is definitely on. All right, y'all. Thanks for entertaining my foolishness. No, that was a good one. I, I, I can't even that was, that was That was low-key good. Okay. All right. Trevor wanted to say in the show, though. <laughs> <laughs> in the show. All right. All right, it's my turn now. So on Twitter, Shark, you got me for this tweet, but it's okay. I'm going to just go right into it. Jalen Hurts is the most likable superstar in the NFL right now. Why is Sharky leaving the <laughs> now now the supplies. Now the supplies. <laughs> I mean think think about think about the buildup that he has had over the course of his career, right? He's a, a likable guy from Alabama. He works his butt off. He treated he treated the Alabama situation perfectly. Who is Jay- go, go, goes who to is Oklahoma. He? Nobody even knows who he is. Then goes to the NFL, gets thrown into the mix with Carson Wentz. He handled the situation perfectly, and now he's a starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Nobody hates Jalen Hurts. Raise your hand if you hate Jalen Hurts. Nobody does. Because we don't know him. We don't know him. I don't know. I don't know Jalen Hurts. Thing I know about Jalen Hurts is no. the fact that he took West West as he should have. That's the only <laughs> thing we know about Jalen Hurts. Everything that you just said, what, what, what does superstar have to do with anything you just said? Because he's gonna perform well this year. He has to. But we still don't know who he is. He's a superstar. That we're talking about right now. <laughs> he will be the most likable superstar in the NFL this year. Can we get to all-star first? I don't even know. NFL ain't even got all-stars, but can we get all-star first? <laughs> I got I got a to know. Which was worse? This take about Taylor Hurst being a superstar or I got Darren James talking about Danny Dimes being the MVP candidate? Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Jones. <laughs> he might. See, I'm not expecting it, but, I mean, the Cowboys, I mean, we don't know. They won, like, four games last year. We don't know. So they finally getting their they quarterback next season, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> Answer the question. <laughs> he, said that that was, no, he said he said that that's worth it. Yeah. I, I agree. I just, yeah. I agree. Because at least I know that Danny Dimes couldn't do it, but it was just entertainment. We don't know Jalen Hurts. We mm-hmm. We only saw him for eight games. Eight games. How is he a likable superstar when he's not even an all-star yet? We Eagles fan don't even like the, the fact that he's starting them yet. Can you get a star? He's barely a star turd. Right. He's barely a star turd. It took our age for one week. I don't even like that. <laughs> Jones. I'm, mad. I'm mad my guy Jeans catching strays to this day. It's been like a full year. 
He still catches nah, trade. Uh, because <laughs> a full year has happened and Danny Dimes got <laughs> worse, arguably. <laughs> it was a pressure. He, he said he, he, he put unexpected pressure, Savage, <laughs> on certain players that are young and still trying to find a way in the league. I'm not fucking doing that. I have my expectations are low for this entire team. I'm just saying, given the nature of his personality, his history, and his desire to be great, he will be the most likable superstar in the NFL. Dare I say, he will be the NFL's next Cam Newton. Dare I say that? But you must not have heard of of, 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 of Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson? Oh, no. Hurst can throw the ball. Lamar can't really throw. No, Lamar can't even be Hurst can get MVP at some point, right? You know, yeah, you know, so. Christian McCaffrey yeah, and White Hope. So. Let me go back to the comments. Let me go back to the comments. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is just no one little worse than Charlton now. This is uh, straight up. You know what? Do, you know what? Y'all better not, and let's be real, Sports Incorporated. Y'all better not let information change this week, this year. Y'all I'm hoping. I would like to see Jaden Hurst become a superstar. The question was, is he one in this current? Information going to change this shit. Y'all better. Yep. Y'all going to be careful. At 2024, we're seeing Hurst on the Madden cover real soon. We're seeing Jalen Hurst on the Madden cover real soon. It could change. It could change the opposite way. I think you were talking about y'all possibly taking quarterback next year if y'all take. You know? We might. Yeah, we might. Hey, hey. Uh, it could change <laughs> the opposite way as well. It's about to come down. I don't care. <laughs> The guy from Ole Miss can come on down. I don't care. North Carolina quarterback can come down too. I think. I think. I think what we're seeing, and I hate the guys ain't on because Savage again. Welcome back, right? But we gotta have the guy <laughs> on so we can have a real talk with you, right? Because <laughs> I faced my demons. I've seen my team a go from talk. the Super Bowl to there. We go. I've seen my team go from Super Bowl to zero just like this. You're watching your team win a Super Bowl. And go to shit just like this. So I think you're in the now, and I think next episode when all the guys are on, we need to have everybody. We need to have a real talk with you because you're at a hard time with your team that I've never seen you at, and it's making you make stupid statements that I know that you don't believe. So Trev, Lito, Shitty, when y'all come back on, we gotta have a talk with our brother Savage because he is. Our Maybe you're not getting enough sleep. <laughs> I'm not getting complete, but hey, I, I, hey, look, I'm just happy to be back. I, I, I just need to be back. Hurst this year. The Eagles been rich. You know what? You needed the version. You needed the sun. How the sun fan came to you at Aiden. You need that. You need the energy for that tweet for this one. From, well, man, base was supposed to get on you on that one. <laughs> you got the wrong. Energy on the wrong tweet. <laughs> what vocab word for next week needs to be likable? Oh, okay, man, I got you. No, I need to be. Too, I need, no, 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 he needs to. He needs to. He needs to find superstar as well. Likable superstar, then put them together in a sentence and make sure Jalen Hurts is not a part of this. <laughs> right. Um. Oh, All right, man. Was- Shout out to this Chick Fil A cup that ain't even open on Sunday, but I'm just sipping out of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, be sure you get that fifty fifty, that new uh, Giannis drink. Uh, yeah, half Sprite, half lemonade. I wish I had enough to get a fifty piece nugget, but you know, like, <laughs> um, but chicken minis actually what he specifically got. Yeah. 
<laughs> Shout out to him. Uh, he won a ring, man. I'm happy he's enjoying life. He doing his thing. The people loving him. He, he deserved the ring. He deserved it. One without building a super team, like you said. Man, we said, like you know, hey, just back up them words when, when the Warriors coming back. You know what I'm saying? Next year. We'll be ready for you. They coming. They coming. <laughs> all right. After all of it, it's been fun. Next time. What are you saying? What's this? Oh, 50 table six. Sorry. So next time. Be easy. Be easy out here.